Welcome to CSM Toolbox Season 2. This is the first episode of 2022 and so happy that you can join me. My next guest is Rafael Pressberg, co-founder at Nalia. Rafael is a data scientist and an entrepreneur. He has studied in Paris, New York, and Tel Aviv. Rafael worked for Schneider Electric as a data engineer before handling several freelance assignments. After going back to Paris, he co-founded Nalia alongside Alexi Tuil. Nalia delivers an early warning system to identify in advance risk of churn and upsell opportunities. He'll be telling us more about it and his journey next. Join me and let's open that toolbox. Always like firefighting uh, with customers of just here, here, here. But they do not uh, have enough visibility. They are not enough proactive and they know it. They want to, but they do not have the tools nor the means to actually be proactive on their account. Rafael, welcome to CSM Toolbox. How are you? Hello, Isabel. I'm very good. And you? Yeah, very good. Very good. I know we had a, a brief conversation last week around different topics and about yourself, about your background. And obviously what I have checked uh, as well, just while doing some of the research prior to meeting with you, with your background in engineering, a master's in data science, I'm curious about how did you discover customer success and if you could please share as well how was Nalia born okay so many thanks uh, for receiving me today it was really really nice to meet you uh, last week and uh, I'm happy to, to be part of the CSM toolbox so as you were saying I'm based in Paris uh, I'm, I'm French I have a master in computer science engineering that I got in France and then I moved to the US and I continued my studies with a master in data science and there, in parallel of my studies, I've been uh, working as a freelancer, uh, always in data science. Uh, I've been working uh, in a few uh, freelance assignments. I, I had uh, during a year about like seven freelance assignments for big corporations. And uh, at the end of uh, this year in the, in the US, I came back in Paris. I started my own company named A4 Analytics, and it was an auto ML solution. So I was just selling to 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 business to business guys a solution to make easy predictive analytics. And, and talking with people, with sales, uh, with uh, marketing, uh, with ops, with data, I discovered uh, <laughs> the job of customer success that I really didn't know about. So I've been talking to QTSMs and uh, I start to understood basically what was this job, being uh, very close to the customer, being in charge of the onboarding of the customer on the solution, being in charge of just be with the customers to understand what are the pains, what is the success how your solution delivers value, etc. And so then I, I teamed up with, uh, with Alex. We decided to move forward on, okay, CSMs today, they have a huge pain. Let's help them out. And we get into this ecosystem and we really liked it. I mean, we have seen in the CS ecosystem a huge uh, friendship, a huge partnership. Everybody wants to help everybody. Uh, it's something that we have in the dev, uh, in the dev uh, part, but... Dev are like a little bit geeky when CSM are way more cool. So we, we liked a lot, uh, we liked a lot the CSM ecosystem and we built Nalia really to help customer success to better understand their customers. One of the closest partners that's, that customer success will have will be sales as well, because we will be in most cases, we will be sharing an account. We will be collaborating to actually, well, um, 
help and, and guide customers as well. So yeah, that, that makes sense. And as well, if I can ask you what problem, I know it, I, I, you alluded to that, uh, in your previous answer, but what problem is Nalia trying to solve? When we get into the ecosystem of customer success, we have talked with many, many CSMs, head of CS, VPCS, etc., to understand like basically what were the objectives, what were the challenges of customer success people. And we have identified the uh, uh, two problematics that are really rec- recurring. Like everybody, every CS has talked about this, well, at least one of these two problematics. The first one is that we have noticed CSM do not have access to the entire customer information available in a company. They do not have access to the entire customer data. The other issue that we have identified is like CSM today do not have enough visibility into their accounts. They are not the means to actually be proactive on their accounts. So based on these two problematics, we have uh, uh, created an idea and, and, and our value prop to help customers better understand their, uh, to help CSM, sorry, better understand their customers and be more proactive on their accounts. I'm thinking too that during the conversations that you had with CS leaders and with different members of the uh, customer success community, what have you learned from your customers so far? So from our customers with Nalia, so we have had a few customers this past month. We we have been able to talk with them. As a CSMs at Nalia, we were very high touch with our customers. Mm-hmm. We are a young company starting we are learning from uh, our customers. The biggest thing, I guess, that we have learned from our customers is that people want an easy-to-use tool. Like, if we are bringing something, we are bringing value, any value. Everyone is asking us something easy. Like, a CS today, nor like sales or marketing, wants to take time into implementing a tool, know how to use it, understand it. It's time-consuming, it's complicated. People are really asking for something easy to use, plug and play. And um, and this is the biggest learning that we had, meaning that when we started with Nalia, we were doing some consulting and we were delivering a lot of value. It was mm-hmm. not very custom. It was data scientist time. It was a, a very custom solution. We were delivering value, but still people were asking for something that like customers were asking for something easy and simple. That came to mind now is that the voice of the customer. I know you're not able to apply everything that you get from customers, but obviously it is important feedback that you take on board. Taking feedback is important and then prioritize the feedback is also important. Mm -hmm. We have kind of a rule, which is we are not developing anything if it hasn't been validated, but at least 10 CSMs from 10 different companies. Mm. Uh, And as soon as we have uh, it, we are organizing user tests like we are sharing what we are going to build to CSM to see how do they react to it. And and then we are developing it for them. But we really want to make sure that CSM understand what we are doing. We are doing something for them. So we are doing it with them. And this is why we are, to- we are trying to always talk with customer success, with new CS, with CS leaders, with head of CS, etc. What are your thoughts on product-led growth or customer-led growth? That's a, a good question. So at Naya, I'm in charge of, of the customers and the mm-hmm. revenue and my partner is in charge of the product. 
So my partner will say, yeah, product mm-hmm. growth, and yeah. I will say, yeah, customer net growth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, it's not now my true believing is that when once you have identity, as a co-founder, you're building a solution to deliver value to one persona for one market. I think this is important. Like, what are you doing for who and what is the value you deliver them? Product-led growth or customer-led growth, it's kind of uh, how to do this. And it depends. Some companies uh, deliver value that could actually be delivered by a product-led growth strategy. On our side, we started with a customer-led growth strategy because we were like delivering a lot of service. So it was really customers first and we were working with customers, introducing us to other customers, etc. But but uh, yeah, product led growth is sexy. It's like the new trend. Mm. It's uh, everybody's talking customer product led growth. But if you build something which is product led growth, but which is not used by customer, it won't really work out. <laughs> mm. So customers has to stay and to remain at the center of your solution. And as a co-founder, your objective is to deliver value to one persona on one market. Totally. A few months ago, I joined. I think it's. The Slack channel is, it's called PLG and might be mispronouncing his name, Ramli John. I know he, he talks about all, uh, all about PLG, obviously, um, as a head of that uh, community as well. So, but I, I think it's good having that perspective from product and it, it's also, it's a vital partnership between success and product. And especially I have seen this at, at startups too, where I, if possible, I like to bring in a product manager to a customer call so they will hear it directly. It, it, it changes the dynamic a bit when you actually have a, a product manager as well, just during a customer calls as well. And maybe just switching gears slightly, I do like to make an emphasis around knowing or finding out communities skills that have helped founders, especially in that, that startup environment. So as a co-founder, are there any, and I know now I'm mentioning PLG, but are, as a co-founder, are there any startup communities that you have found helpful helpful in your journey? Maybe Rev Genius, I think you're part of uh, that mm. group. Completely. Yeah, actually, I, I I think there are two kinds on, on, my, on, on my side. Uh, there are two mm. kinds of community I'm part of. The first one, the first kind of community I'm part of is a more like founders community. So mm. people, founders of SaaS, B2B at the same stage as me. So we are facing the same challenges or with, or people who already scaled, founders of scaled up, et cetera, to share their experience and like, how can we learn from them to avoid the mistakes that they have done for us, basically. So there is a first kind of group I'm in and Basically, I'm in within mostly incubators, uh, mm. startups incubators, and uh, our partners, like for example, we are partner with Intercoms and Desk, uh, or Station F in Paris, whatever, and we are learning from uh, from it. The second kind of communities I'm part of would be more uh, business experts, mm. so customer success. You talked about Rev Genius. I've discovered like my my most recent discover is uh, discovery. Sorry. Is Rev Genius. I didn't mm. know about it. And uh, I joined the Slack and I've been to RevCon. Pretty cool. Actually, really liked it. I met with many people from it. Uh, really interesting. And, uh, and yeah, and other communities will be more like customer success driven, like mm. customer success festivals or getting mm. grow retain, things mm. like that, uh, which has been really, really helpful at the beginning. I'm also 
part of a game grown region. Yeah, Alpha <laughs> Pia community. Every, so, yeah. every CS is part of it. Exactly. So yeah, and I think as well in terms of skills, and I, I think obviously with your your experience, what skills do you think are essential to not only survive but to thrive as a co-founder? You need uh, many skills. First one I would say is leadership. I mean, you are here with a vision and you need to onboard people with your vision or the visions that you have. When I say onboard people, it's onboard customers, onboard partners, mm-hmm. onboard employees. Like you have a vision and you need to take people behind your vision to actually apply. The second thing would be uh, something very important on my side, my own perspective side would be di- like to be done dynamic always at 100% and 150% and 200% like to show that I mean I am delivering a lot of energy in building on uh, Nalia and and I think it's it's coming a little bit with leadership maybe but it's very important to demonstrate that okay you are completely in and the third one which is I think the most important is uh, humility a, co- a good co-founder has to be humble, humble can we say that like okay you have your vision but Part of it is to be challenging, to be challenged on it, to, you have an idea. Okay. Is it a good idea? Let's be challenged about it. Like I'm a co-founder and with my partner, Alex, where we are hiring only people better than us in subject. So we are hiring a DevOps. We want him to be better than us. We are hiring a data scientist. We want him to be better than us. So we are bringing all, all these people. We know that they are better than us and we just want to share our idea, our vision with them. We want to be challenged by them. And it's very important to be humble to understand that sometimes they have a good call. They are right. We need to follow them. Being humble is the most important thing, I think, as a co-founder. Those are great skills, especially what you mentioned about being dynamic and having that energy because something that I have heard and as well that I have seen and is that you can have as many bad days but I think it's more about what you share it's more about the collaboration you have with them you have had that experience that highs and lows <laughs> yeah you have bad days for sure mm-hmm. very important is to focus on good days and mm-hmm. this is where I get all the energy it's mm. like being focused on good days I know it's good vibes. I know it's something that we are, I know we are bringing value. I know we have a good vision. So um, focusing on good days make me being at 150% every day. And uh, I am part of the team behind the energy. I think it's very important to be positive, always positive, like mm-hmm. really positive. And yeah, I mean, it's uh, dynamic, dynamism. Mm-hmm. It's something that then spread around with the team. And if co-founders are, are dynamic, I guess all the team will be behind them uh, more but more dynamic yeah no definitely that will cascade for sure to uh, to the team so yeah no uh, i totally agree and yeah just uh, rafael before i let you go one last question that i like to ask all of my guests so what's in your toolbox other than nalia obviously what mobile or web app you cannot live without and it can be work and not work related first thing i think about would be notion notion mm. completely changed my life personal and professional uh, we put all the company on Notion, which is a huge base of, of knowledge. And I have created a, a Notion workplace with, with, with my wife to actually put all our life together in it. <laughs> we organized a, a wedding last July wow. and, uh, and yeah. uh, we got, we just got married and 
we put nice. all the wedding organization on Notion. Mm. We are having a kid in uh, January. We put everything about the child, <laughs> the future child on Notion. Mm. So our list of names, uh, what mm. we need to do, what we need to buy for the child, etc. So like Notion completely changed my life. Mm. Uh, obviously there is Slack. I mean, Slack is in my toolbox, mm. uh, communication, doing the team. Very important. Mm. There is some uh, a tool. I know that we are sharing the, the same the same thoughts about this tool. It's the Loom. Loom yeah. really changed my yeah. life too. Instead of doing a call, I really like the system of work asynchronously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Loom enabled it pretty cool. And in the in the same path as Loom, I discovered recently an, a tool named Clap, which mm. is uh, uh, enabling. It's a little bit like Loom, but on top of it, you can take some comments, you can highlight some stuff, mm. etc. It's pretty cool. I'm trying it actually. It's the last tool that I've discovered and I'm trying it currently. It's pretty, pretty cool too. Thanks for sharing. I'll have to check them out as well. <laughs> I'm sure you will like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most likely. So yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Rafael it was great to hear from you and the history behind Nalia and your journey. So if folks would want to reach out to you, what would be the best way for them to do that? But LinkedIn or by email, both work. I'm a, I'm a pretty reactive on the answers. I'll make sure if it's okay, I'll link your profile to uh, in the show notes. We are recording this on a Friday, so have a great weekend. And yeah, thank thank you. you. Thank you very much. Have a very nice weekend. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. O podcast foi editado por Aerolitos, edição inteligente.